Welcome back, everybody, to the daily edition of the Catholic Traveler podcast, where we are taking you each day to the Station Church in Rome for Lent in kind of a virtual pilgrimage of sorts. Hi, Mountain. Hi, Joni. Hi, people. Hi, people. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for rating, doing all those things that we haven't asked you to do lately. If you haven't done them, please consider sharing this with a friend telling people about the podcast, rating it on iTunes, all of that really helps. I love reading the comments. And like you, you said this maybe a week ago or something, how it's it's sad you can't comment like on each episode and then kind of interact. Um, yeah. But yeah, people say things like they're learning so much or it feels like they're visiting Rome for Lent and people that can't wait for the daily podcast every day. That's just crazy. Yeah. And like, people are reaching out on Instagram and social mm-hmm. media too, which is nice. Like somebody had a question about one of the apps mosaics. And so they reached out to me. So that's also a really great way to kind of continue the conversation. So thanks for doing that as well. Yeah. It's important that you leave comments on Apple Podcasts yes. because that's how yes. people find us. But if you want to interact, it's better to do so on social media. So I am... The Catholic Traveler on Instagram, and you are? And I am joan.m.watson on Instagram. Yeah. So that's the best place to like get interaction, but you should still leave a comment on Absolutely. Apple Podcasts because that helps. Um, but yeah, I go through these every day and look at the comments and the ratings, and then I always tell you what people said because it's just yes. nice. He always reports back to me. And... Like, it's so easy to comment on Instagram and Facebook and things like that. But Apple Podcasts, they don't really make it easy. Like, I have people message me, like, how do I comment? I was like, well, you got to scroll down. You got to click on this or tap on this. And so it makes it even more special when people leave a comment because it's like, wow, they really went through a lot of trouble to do this. I mean, not a lot of trouble, but they had to take an extra step to leave a comment. So anyway, I appreciate it. You appreciate it. So, thank you, listeners. Today, oh, what were you going to say? Something? I was just no. I was just going to say. So today's church. (laughs) That's what I was saying. (laughs) Yeah, we're very well prepared. Uh, Today, we're going to bring a little bit of America to you because today's church. We've talked about this before. How some countries, cities, regions, they have their own church here in Rome. and this, the church, today's church, has been the American church in Rome since 1921. And the Americans don't use it anymore. We'll get to that in a second. But I don't know if it's officially, if the American mm. church has officially moved or it's just the parish yeah. community has moved. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but today's church is Santa Susana. It is located just a couple blocks away from the American embassy. Um, If you've been to Rome, you know where the train station is, Terramini. If you were to leave the train station and just walk like straight ahead past Piazza della Repubblica, there's a big pretty fountain there. You've got the church of, um, uh, what is it? Our Lady of the Angels and Martyrs. The Martyrs, yeah. Right, so. Designed by Michelangelo. Right. Worth at the baths. That, yeah, that is a really amazing church. Um, but if you just keep walking straight, you'll run into two churches across the street from one another. One is 
Santa Susana, and the other one is not a station church, but it's where the station masses have been held for the last few years, and that is Santa, Santa Maria and Vittoria. Vittoria. Yeah, Santa Maria della Vittoria, and that's worth that's worth visiting. Because oh yeah, of a famous statue. Bernini. The, of St. Teresa in Ecstasy, which um, some people say is Bernini's best work. And it's a very famous, very famous statue. And so a lot of art historians will hop into there. Art lover, lovers will hop into there, but maybe not go across the street to Santa Susana. Right. Well, it's it's the better church for sure. <laughs> if you're going to compare the two. Uh, but you're right yeah. across the street. You might as well go to both. You may as well. Um, but the church as we see it today... Uh, the original church was built in 330, and then it was renovated, and then the facade was done by Carlo Maderno, who also did St. Peter's facade. He did. He lived in my neighborhood. He lived like right across the street from me. Not not at the no. same time. <laughs> not at the same time. Um, but there's a plaque on the they wall. They say that it was like the prototype for St. Peter's, because he did Santa Susana right before, right before like a decade yeah. before St. Peter's. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, if I look at my window, I can see the plaque oh. on the apartment where he lived. Really? Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't yeah. interrupt you. It's down, you say interesting things. Thanks, Joni. It's right. It's on the side street. So not, not my street, but like across. And Anyway. Moderno. Yeah. So famous architect. He did the facade of Santa Susana. Um, but the way this became the American church. So we have the Paulus fathers. Right, they were only recognized in the U.S. So the Superior General came to Rome trying to get approval. The Pope at the time was Pope Benedict XV, and when he was there, well, while he was visiting Rome, he also wanted to find a church for the Americans. And so he noticed that Santa Susana, right down the street from the American Embassy, was not being used very often. And so when he went back to the States, he talked to his brother who worked for the American bishops and had access to the president, Warren G. Harding. And oh. he told him that he was like, yeah, my brother, he was just in Rome and he really wants Americans to have a church in Rome. Can you help us out with that? And he specifically mentioned that he wanted Santa Susana. So Warren G. Harding sent the um, apostolic nuncio to the Vatican secretary of state, talked to him about getting the Americans a church, said yeah, we know there's this church, Santa Susana, it's not really being used. Do you think you can talk to the Pope about that? And so Benedict XV authorized the Paulists. Um, I guess he gave them, he recognized the order in Rome, gave them that church. And so that's where they started the American parish community here in Rome. And it's kind of funny, right away, again, this is 1920, uh, 21 or so. So right away, the the priest wanted to Americanize the church and so he installed pews. That wasn't a thing in, in Rome. And he installed electric lighting. So it was the first wow. church in Rome to have electric lighting. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And I've in fact, yeah. In fact, it was Ameri like it just seems kind of random to have Americans America's church in Santa Susana. Yeah, it's it's funny when he installed the lighting. There was such a huge controversy about it that it was demanded he remove the electric lighting, because that was unheard of Did in a he? church. I wonder. No, eventually oh. they caved in, and then other churches followed. Wow. Yeah. But it's no longer the American parish in Rome. It might still be the American church, like, officially, um, but the Paulist community 
has moved to St. Patrick's, which is kind of on the other side of the embassy. And so that's where the official English mass takes place now. Um, there was like some controversy there with the people that run the church and the priests, and they kind of closed for restoration for like seven or eight years, maybe. And it's still closed. That's, it's that's still inconvenient. Closed. Yeah. Oh, it is. So yeah. that's why the station masses would be had would right. be held. Um, okay. Nice. Yep. So don't go to Rome expecting to see the church necessarily, but we will tell you about it. <laughs> You've we've been, both been there. Yeah. I've only been one time in this church. Oh, wow. I feel like I've been a couple times early when, you know, when I first started going to Rome. And then when I studied in Rome, there was actually a big anniversary. It was one of the anniversaries of either the Paulists or maybe an anniversary of something American. And so they had a mass and we went because all the cardinals, all the American cardinals living in Rome were going to be at the mass. And so it was a really neat mass because the ambassador to the Vatican was there, Marianne Glendon at the time. And all these cardinals, I think there were like six cardinals on the altar. And it felt very, very, very American and homey. And afterwards, we had coffee and donuts, because, you know, that's what you do at an American church. But there was no like narthex or like we just had coffee and donuts in the church. (laughs) It was a little different, but, you know, it was good. So that's my experience of Santa Susana. But... I think it's a neat church because it's about a Roman martyr. I mean, it's dedicated to a Roman martyr that we don't hear much about, mm-hmm. Susanna. I mean, we, we hear a lot about Anastasia and Cecilia and the ones mentioned in the Roman canon, but we have Susanna, who has a very similar story. She was supposed to be married to the son-in-law of the emperor, Diocletian. Her uncles kind of like forced this, but she had pledged her virginity to Christ. And so she was you know, condemned to death, but not before converting her uncles to the faith. So she was, um, her uncles were burned alive, and then she was beheaded in her home, which was here on this spot, and along with her father. So their relics are under the altar, along with another martyr, Felicity, who is Felicity of Rome, not to be confused with Felicity and Perpetua that were killed in Africa. Um, but so we have another, you know, female martyr, but not one that you often hear about. No, I don't have anything else to add with. <laughs> You're <laughs> well, right. The You're sides correct, Joni. of the church, <laughs> the sides of the church are painted with um, this depictions of the scene of Susanna from the Old Testament. So we have Saint Susanna that we're talking about here with the Virgin Martyr, but there was also a Susanna in the Book of Daniel, which is a really neat story. You should read. Um, this Jewish woman was falsely accused of adultery by these creepy old men. And the creepy old men wanted her, and when she refused them, he they falsely charged her with adultery. And the prophet Daniel is the one who kind of came to her rescue and revealed that these creepy old men were creepy old men. And so that scene is depicted on the in the frescoes of the church. And so we have kind of two Susannas honored here. And we have more relics too. More relics. <laughs> more relics. So uh, for anybody who might be in theater or drama oh, that's or right. um, be an actor, there's a patron saint of actors, Genesius, known as Genesius the Comedian. And he, his relics are here in the chapel to St. Lawrence. Our friend Lawrence. Our friend, our old friend. So we have lots of, of connections to ancient Rome and to the early Roman persecutions here in this church. Very good. So... Well, 
It was also the titular oh my goodness. to Cardinal There's so Cushing much more. <laughs> of Boston. So um, Cardinal Cushing was a relatively well-known cardinal at the time, Archbishop of Boston, and um, he restored one of the churches, or sorry, one of the chapels when he was um, the titular of this church. So um, I don't know who's the titular today, but it seems like it should be an American, but not necessarily, I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think the... Uh... I think Cardinal O'Malley has Santa Maria della Vittoria right across the oh, street. So right so across the street. Still kind of a Boston sense. connection. Yeah. So that's all I have to say. Yeah, I don't have anything else to add. Good. Well, I'm looking up the titular. Okay. It looks like there is, might not be a titular right now. No more. <laughs> no? So, <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, it's been closed for so long, so. And that might be part of it, I guess. Okay. All right. Well, yet another church. Yep. Tomorrow, my favorite. Yeah. And it, it's a really neat story of, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a really neat liturgical connection for things, for why, you know, not necessarily why it's the tit- or why it's the station church, but for another liturgical tradition. So stay tuned. Yep. All right, so talk to you tomorrow. (laughs) Talk to you tomorrow. (laughs) Ciao, ciao, everyone. Ciao.